Okay. Yay! <laughs> that was a good clunk. That was a good clunk. Woohoo! Welcome everybody to episode just seventeen. Oh, I used to love that. Oh, my mum used to hate me buying it because I was a boy. <laughs> oh, oh, stereotypical. Um, but yeah, welcome to episode seventeen of Two Bottles In. Two oh. bottles in, and literally we are two bottles in. For the first time in ages. Yeah, we've been quite sensible tonight. As much as I try, sometimes you are one bottle in and then you want to press record. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not the point. Eager beaver, you see. Desperate to share our wisdom. Always eager for the beaver. Really? Are you? Really? No. Not at all. No. Because you're a golden gay, aren't you? I'm a premier pedigree gay. Yes, you are. Yes. No, the only vagina... I'm not going to go there, actually. <laughs> Let's not do that. Why are we doing that? So, Vix, what are we drinking tonight? Oh, that's a very good question. And uh, tonight, Philip, is a Philip special. Oh, my God. Flashing the cash. Yeah, we are going for full MTV crib style. It is very Missy Elliott's. Isn't it? You Missy can imagine bed. fridges, like, under the bed, full of this stuff. Yeah. It is 24 karat gold Prosecco Brute from Asda. Asda. <laughs> uh, but the bottle is gold. It is gold. And Albie is just overwhelmed to the point that he's whining. Whiny little missus. Uh, it's very snazzy. Oh, honey. Right. That's not going to happen. <laughs> she is being so... Just shut Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, we might have to start again. We might have to start again. No, 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 keep rolling. We're going to keep rolling with this. Albie, calm down. Okay. It's because just like... Oh, honey. Right. This is not going to happen. Albie. Linda. Linda. This is because there's a party going on next door. There is. So, I don't know if you guys can hear it. A party with no music and all talking. (laughs) I don't know what they're doing. It's like a book festival. (laughs) So, yeah, so let's try and do this, shall we? Okay, let's try. So, yeah, so it's from Asda and it was £10.98. £10.98. Yeah, that's a good... Why do do people do that? Why Well, not people. Oh, Why do companies, yeah, round round it up. Because I don't want two pence back. Who wants two pence back? Like, who does anything with two peas now? Well, you put them in the jar by your bed and then when it fills up and you... (laughs) Anyway, what are we talking about? (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm nothing if not frugal. Okay, very true, yes. And if you look after the pennies, the pounds will look after themselves. Absolutely. Failed to fail. Thank you. Absolutely. So, tonight our episode is all about relationships. But also, we need to explain, firstly. Oh, okay. There's been quite a long gap. Like, we are officially recording this in August. But tomorrow it will be September. So apologies okay. oh, so we've been, been a... a bit of a, we've been a bit slack. We're like a week and a half out, that's it. Yeah, because when we recorded the last podcast, we were going that night yes. to see Bianca Del Rio. We were, Segway. yeah. Segway. way. So, you're so talented, Philip. Thank you. Oh, and well, we yes. finished the podcast and then we <laughs> had the longest... Oh, Uber oh my goodness. Ever. Oh. That's so funny. That Uber driver. 
Oh no, I I put it on I Instagram, lost didn't the I? I lost the bill. Oh, didn't you it? did. You lost your sheet. Because I can't go that long without alcohol. No, it was so funny. You were like losing every kind of will there possibly yeah. could be. Oh, I was gonna. Oh, but Pete was keeping us entertained in the front with the driver. It was fine, but I was ready to drink to drive it. I was just like, <laughs> there must be some alcohol in you. I was gonna say, like, maybe they should have an Uber. You know how they have like the exec and the lux and what have you. You should have yeah. the alcoholic one. Oh, so much. That's so. the one we need. But what taxi driver would say? Please have alcohol. I love sipping <laughs> my seats. But hey, if you pay. Enough, so mm-hmm. you should get it. Because Uber exec, you do get free water. You do you? get water. I always try and go for the exec when I'm really drunk on the way home. Oh, see, I'm more of a pool. I'm <laughs> like, let's see what's going to happen with these bitches. <laughs> anyway, the Bianca area was amazing. Like, she was stunningly amazing, wasn't she? And her support. Oh my God, she was Jack- so funny. Jackie Beats. No. No, 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 no. Who no. was her support? Um, oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, we've had too much Prosecco. Was it, uh, was it not Jackie Beats? No, it wasn't Jackie Beats. Was it Jackie Beats? Oh, I think it no, was. No, no. It was somebody else. It was somebody else. Okay, we'll find anyway. it out. We'll dig it out. But yeah, she was so Swipe funny. Swipe up for that one. Swipe up <laughs> for all the results. Yeah, there, there was, yeah, she was amazing, that girl. She was American, wasn't she? She was American. How did I say she that? She did a version of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That has ruined that song for the rest of my life. <laughs> and yet improved that song for the rest of my life. <laughs> it was so offensive. I loved it. Yeah, she was awesome. Like, I think that that's sort of... It's really weird because every time we go see Bianca, I keep saying that's the best one yet, that's the best one yet. But actually I think they're all so different because she comes with the material so different. Yeah. Like... But it's weird how she could be so good at stand-up and then, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Oh, Hurricane. Hurricane Bianca 2. Yeah. The worst film I've ever seen I'm in my I'm sorry, life. have you seen a good drag film? Really? Too Wong Fu, thanks for everything, <laughs> Julie Newmore. Okay. Priscilla, me, all right, let me recorrect myself out of all the RuPaul's queens. Oh, no, they're all awful and low-budget and hellish. And horrific. I know, it's like their, um... It's like their music. Ugh. <laughs> God. Although I do quite like, um... Perfect, perfect. Oh, well, no, yeah, I do. I can listen to that. Adore Delano does have some, like, quite catchy Euro, yeah. Euro poppy... Oh, I don't know, but they all record them now. It's awful. And Bianca, yeah. thank God, no, is the he, only one yeah, that's she's like... She's clever enough. She doesn't do it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll just tell jokes and not think it will be a gift to you all. Yes, you'll all appreciate it. So, yeah, so we did Bianca, and that was amazing. It was so good. And then... Obviously, last episode, we mentioned the Queen. We mentioned the Queen. Quite a it lot. It was all about the Queen. Quite possibly the entire thing. So Madonna turned 60. Yep. And, and we did, obviously, the special, but also in the lead-up to her birthday, lots of the gay balls and gay clubs in London and around the UK, thankfully, did Madonna-themed nights. Yep. And we went to one in particular at the Eagle. Yep. In Vosal. Vosal. 
or Vauxhall for people. I've never heard of it meantime. Vauxhall. There's Vauxhall, which is Vauxhall. There's Clam, which is Clapham. And there's Crouchon, which is Crouchent. Oh, I've heard of St. Reetham. St. Reetham, Stratton. Yeah. yeah. And um, what's there's the other no one? way of doing tooting any other way than tooting. Well, I call Sometimes it, I call it just, toot toots. I am all about the toots. <laughs> Everybody loves a good toot. You know. Toots broads. Delage. 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 Oh, my. Peacom. Peacom? Peacom. <sighs> I mean, you can really get away with it. You, you could go on for I mean, especially a really long time with this. But yes, so we went Let's to the Madonna not. night at the Eagle. It was amazing. I was drunk when I got there. I got more drunk. I can't remember being there. Can you actually remember seeing me? Not massively. No, I didn't think so. Because when I arrived, you all were sort of... Three sheets to the wind. I was going to say glassy-eyed, but yeah, three oh, sheets. Yeah, okay. And yeah. beyond, really. I lost my cash card twice. I found my cash card twice. That's an achievement, I really have it's to say. It's very special. I can't remember getting home. I'm, I'm the Uber driver got a marvellous rating. <laughs> um, I don't know if I did. But it was fun. It was fun. They did it well. You danced. You danced big time. They had some good acts, actually, because they had some drag acts on, didn't they? Yeah, there was a lip sync yeah. competition as well. Oh, I'd missed that bit. Can you even remember that bit? Nope. Nope. So, let's carry on. So, so the idea... About tonight, let's move on to the main event mm-hmm. in RuPaul terms. And the main event is all about relationships because Philip and I have obviously in the last couple of years both been single at one time or another. <laughs> Philip now, me. <laughs> <laughs> Continuously, repeatedly. Yeah, well, you know. Clawing my um, way. And we thought it would be quite amusing to go through some... Modern dating terms which we found on the internet which we thought were quite amusing. Yeah, because I live on the internet. <laughs> you, no you are you very knowledgeable. Go, you can't just go to a bar and like chat to my lamp anymore. Mm. Because what happens Although is you, you did say you were going to do that. You did say that you were going to delete the apps and you were just going to meet someone the old-fashioned way. Yeah, but you can't because like... Everybody's on the apps. Everyone's on the apps. <laughs> So Even when you're talking to them. Yeah, they're on the apps. Oh, they're you on, on the apps. Yeah. You could hook them and in the mirror you would see that they're on Grinder while hooking <laughs> you. Oh, that speaks to... Uh, to no, you'd be got. on a date and you'd hear that... Bling! Which what? is the <laughs> Grinder signal. <laughs> is it like a like bat, bat signal? signal? <laughs> yeah, but it's just a big yellow face. And you're just like, ah, It's God. a creep... Don't you think that face, that black face on the, is a bit creepy? Do you want to think about what you just said? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> disclaimer. Face on disclaimer. A black that was about the Grinder logo, not the about anybody who black. uses Grinder. Okay. The yellow face on a black background. Right. Um, I thought it's the other way around. Creepy. It's a yellow back with a. Oh, is it? And oh, a black I, face. Hang on, let me check my phone. <laughs> it's the easiest way to do it, isn't it? It's a yellow face on a black background. Let's have a look. Yeah. Oh, I thought See, it was the other way around. See, under my phone. Look at what the category is. Oh, the category's men. Men. <laughs> men. So who have you got in your category? What's... Scruff, Tinder, Scruff. Grinder. So we've deleted Chappie. Chappie makes no sense. 
Right. Is that just because you're old or is that just because it just makes sense? I don't sense? know how it works and it's stupid. Right. Okay. So that could be both. It's both. And what about Bumble? B. <laughs> I don't even know what that's all about. Okay. I some, you've explained it to me and someone recently explained it to me. And you don't. Oh, Sal explained it to me. Okay. I was still like, no, still I've got, okay. it's enough. I've got yeah. enough. So, okay. So there's only those three... What's the other one? Um, the other... There's another gay one. Black Inches. Shut up. No, can't think of it. Anyway, okay. Tag it. Oh. I, do you know it's what? Like I remember... and Hornet. And... Growler and Hor- Hornet. That's the one that had the... Um, was that the gonorrhea epidemic? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're selling it to me. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm sure that Hornet was the one that <laughs> You've had seen the... gonorrhea. I'm going to give you super gonorrhea. <laughs> so I'm sure one of them yeah. had a, an epidemic or something. Anyway, doesn't matter. Carry on. Um, so, do you know what I was thinking the other day? I remember when you were on Guardian Soulmates. And I did meet someone and we did... Yes, I remember. That was Go just... out together. That was, yes, I remember who. I'm not going to name him. Um, oh, I, it was John. It was the lovely John Keir. Yes. And we went out and he had a house in Brittany. And it, it did what it and said on the tin. you gardened. You actually gardened. Who I knew? Who knew? Gardened. Who knew you could get um, dirty that way? But yeah, that did work for what it was. I mean, it's a bit old-fashioned now because... That's like, the thing. You've got to go where... It was a where thing where you'd have to email or write. Mm-hmm. It was like having an Ethiopian pen pal. It was a bit pen pally, wasn't it? It was a bit pen pally, and yeah. I'd rather if I'm gonna have a pen pal, I want him on death row. Uh, okay. Like, uh, good to know. Because they well, are always. At least I know what I'm getting for Christmas. They're always so hot. No, they're not. They are. The the worst the crime the hotter they are. <laughs> it's serious. Well, I, I would look and I'd go, oh, armed robbery, and there'd be a minger. <laughs> uh, Murder 12 people, I'd be like, swing. <laughs> oh my god. Right, well, I'll tell you what, after that Let's very useful that. piece of information. Um, killers so, yeah, so apparently there are some terms out there that the young'uns out there use that we don't know about because we're wrong. Why is it on Yorkshire? <laughs> I don't Why know. Why is a dog just... crying? Why is a dog know. crying? I don't know. I'm just going to ignore him. I'm praying that. Such uh, a good mother. <laughs> It's all, it's about harsh love. That's all it is. So, oh, he's chasing a cat. That's what he's doing. Abby! Linda! Abby! Come on. Uh, anyway, so, um, so I'm going to read these out, Philip, and I feel I want your comments okay. on them. Um, in fact, you know so, what? Hold on. Are you going to... I think you need to carry on for a second. Meanwhile, Fix <laughs> is going to kill... A dog. I'm just going to kill the dog. Oh, the dog's here. With a piece of bone. With a piece of bone. Right, so... Who doesn't have a bit of bone in their mouth? Well... Is that the first category? (laughs) Such fun. So, so the first one is... Stashing. Stashing. Stashing is the latest sly dating technique you may have been a victim of. It is that ac- where you get jizz on your... No. Something else. Possibly. <laughs> okay, stop. Right. <clears throat> like you've been drinking milk too quickly. 
So you've you got, get, the you got the moustache. Stashing. <laughs> I'm a stasher. Totes. Is that pre cum or after? If it's pre, then they are. Uh, 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 it's, they're serving a hefty load. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. why bother with the end? I feel like, are we done? Know, oh no! Very. You end up with a people, face like a blasphemous radio. <laughs> some people are a little excited. Oh uh, well, yeah, I know, but okay. I like to know when someone's done. I'm not like, are you done? And then afterwards, it's like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's like the marshmallow man explosion. Tsunami, tsunami. <laughs> Okay, right, back to it. Stashing. It occurs when the person you're dating doesn't introduce you to their friends or family (laughs) and doesn't post about you on social media. Basically, you are their secret boyfriend or girlfriend while they feel justified in stashing you in the corner, pretending nothing is going on to the outside world. And keeping their options open. I can't relate to that Philip, at all. Discuss. <laughs> I can't relate to that at all. Oh, I've got no idea what that's no, all about. Nothing you've had happen to you, and I'm sure there's plenty of people who are listening who know you know exactly what I'm on about. No. I mean that did not happen to me for three and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> it did happen. It so happened. It so so happened. Um, but hey, mm. it's an experience. I've had it. I don't want to do it again. No. And do you um, think you've learned from your stashing experience? Yes. One thing that I will always check when online dating is to make sure that the person is out. Yeah. And open about their sexuality I because think that might be slightly useful. I. Love a wardrobe, but I don't like Narnia. Oh, oh, oh girl! Honey. Oh, oh, we went all like substantial on us. That, <laughs> but no, 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 no. I would like to meet the parents, the friends, and be part everything. of life, and be part of that person's yeah. life. Not to be like, no, you think, oh God, would they like push me into a bush? Like if you're in a supermarket and they yeah. push you into the yeah. apples. Yeah. yeah. Like the frozen food section. The frozen food. In, in, yeah, in the freezer. In the freezer. Yeah. And I'd be like, ah, pizza. <laughs> Ooh. And then, yeah, that kind of thing. Or yes, exactly. Or shove you into a shop. <gasps> like, Why am I in Foot Locker? It is such, Why am I it in is such a Miranda thing. Like that would happen in yeah, Miranda, wouldn't seriously. it? Seriously. Yeah, like in totally. a fountain, in yeah. a town centre. Yeah. I'd be in the, yeah. I'd be in the fountain. Stashing it's, is not okay. Let's stashing is not okay. Stashing. Unless it's stashing and then, <laughs> hey, in for penny. Fine. So our next term mm. is ghosting. Mm-hmm. Ghosting is probably one of the best known dating terms out there. It refers to when someone you have been seeing vanishes without a trace. You could have been dating someone for a few days or a few months but one day they simply disappear. They don't return your texts and may even block you to avoid having the breakup conversation with you. It's cowardly but dispre- depressingly common, especially with a vast array of dating apps at our fingertips. Philip. 
Well, I mean, that that can happen after a few days or after three and a half years. Um, (laughs) Oh, you'll get them in this time. But, I mean, I've not had that. But it... it, You just told me a story earlier. No, 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 because uh, they said about dating and stuff like that. I've not even been on the dates with the people. Okay, so I know, but I think that that does count as, like, talking to someone as well. Yeah. But you have been. You've been on that one date with that guy. I went on one date, and then That's we were going to go on a second date because the first and date then he went so you. well. And then, for some reason, I don't know what I did, but he disappeared from my life. Mm. Um, just to interrupt this um twenty four carat. Mm. Not a fan. Oh. Have you tried it? I mean, I would suck the alcohol out of deodorant sticks. So. <laughs> um, not a fan. Seriously, I can't tell. <laughs> but hey, drink All right, it. Well, suck uh, it up. Suck it up. I'm doing it. It's fine. So no, it's just I don't know. You think you're having a nice dialogue with someone, mm-hmm. whether it's face to face or whether it's text or WhatsApp or whatever, and then they just disappear. Yeah, I've had that so many times, but I've had it where I was dating and. You'd start talking to someone, you'd be like, yeah, this guy sounds really good. And then you would, you'd meet up for one thing and it would be spectacular. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, like, nothing. Gone. Yeah. And then suddenly, they would just disappear, like, you'd you'd be blocked. Yeah. And I remember, I mean, you, and still to this day, I can't believe this, but you've never watched Sex in the City. And there's a character, one of the four ladies is Miranda, and she talks about this, and she's like... I just pretend that they've died. Well, this is what Andrew does. Like, Andrew well, does this. They've died. They must have died. Yeah, There's Andrew no does this. There's no other reasonable explanation. <laughs> All his exes have they died. They must have died. And yeah. part of me, half of me, three quarters of me, hopes that they have. <laughs> because, well. you know, I'm nice. I'm not like a freak. No, I know you're but not a freak. I'm just like, well, what did I do? What did I do? But why Why do you think you... do? Have you ever done it? Have you ever ghosted someone? Or have you told Probably. Because that's the thing. I think I've done it as well. But I'm a total hypocrite. So it's fine. But don't do it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... I think I have the decency to go, you're lovely, let's be friends. But I don't think this is going to go further. So you're very Rather decent. Rather than being right. Oh, my mum died of cancer in New Zealand and yeah. I'm never coming home. <sighs> Just die. Oh my It'll God. It'll be a lot quicker. So I have to tell you this story. It's quite funny. One of my friends there, um, this guy who fancied them um, and they got quite friendly with, it was sort of after they'd split with their partner and uh, it was like a boy Bezzy. And anyway, he... Um, like, you know, they started spending some time together. And anyway, um, he said, oh, because he, he had, um, his his brother had died. It was awful. And then her, his gran had died a couple of days later. It was awful. But then... So he's a jinx. So when she said to him, you know, I just want some time. I'm too busy. Suddenly his dad committed suicide. Oh. And then well, when she was too busy again... His mum had died of cancer. Wow, he's having really bad blood. <laughs> I was like, wow. Deservedly so. And then we go on Facebook stalk him and they're all 
might do that. <laughs> no, they're all doing the conga down <laughs> Alicante Horry Street. And you're like, oh. Absolutely fine. So I was like, oh, oh you know, I just, some people aren't raised right. They just don't come out with the right things. Like, I mean, I used to, I did just used say to no. make some, just But say, I did, when I was I dating, I did make some stuff. I, I wouldn't say that to someone. No, no. Would you really say, say that? Why not? I can't be asked, but just say, listen, it's not the right time for me. I'm not interested. I'm sure you're a lovely guy. Blah, 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 blah. Do something. I'm trying to remember Do what I used to just say. Stop. It's really fucking rude. I have, yeah. Who I raised think... you? <sighs> Who raised you? Who hurt you? Who is she? Who hurt you? But I think, like, yeah, with ghosting, like, I did do it. I hate to say it, but I think I did do it. Don't sauce. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Anyway. Uh, okay, so should we move on to the next What's one? What's the next one? So, the next one is zombieing. Mm. If you've been ghosted, the culprit may resurface one day. This is called zombieing. It's usually a fair amount of time after they've disappeared into thin air, and they often act like nothing has happened. Yeah. Like hey, a... stranger, how are you? Yeah, exactly. Hey, stranger. So that... I have had, when I was dating, I had that so many times. And you could blatantly tell that they went off, had a fling with a girl, and then when they've had enough of them, they'd come back to you. Yeah. And it's always, like, the ones that you kind of think, mm, 11 you're really fun, but you're also a bit dirty. Yeah, and I think, mm. It's a booty call. <laughs> it's a booty call. <laughs> hey, stranger, how are you? Uh-huh. Seeing your new Facebook profile picture. Looking oh. good. And the, and the WhatsApp <laughs> one. Like, oh, bitch, please. Get the yeah. phone out. New phone, who dis? <laughs> new phone, who dis? That's why, even if I know exactly who it is, yeah. you can't resist doing a new phone, who dis? I've done that before when I pretended to wipe my phone. Just a new phone, who dis? It's yeah. the ultimate, like... Yeah. Who are you? I have Where done did, I have Who done are that. you? Who raised you? Where do you come from? Yeah, I did do that. I think the other one I did was... Um, so I did the, the new phone thing, but then I also did... Uh, hey, did you message me? Hey, oh. Did you ever do oh. that? I did that one. I don't know, because I don't know how believable that is, because your phone these days tells you everything. Yeah, but your phone does glitch. My phone glitched... I... Yeah, my phone does not glitch. Uh, but I would I'd be like, uh, I don't know. But, so, I think the thing, yeah, with this zombieing, like, it was always when I got a new WhatsApp photo. Or, yeah. you know, when you put something new, uh, new, you know, photo on. But even on dating apps as well, if you change your profile picture. Yeah. Some people will just... Maybe that you've messaged before. Yeah. And they've shown no interest. And then you change your profile picture. They're like, oh, hey. Yeah. But yeah, you can see yeah. the message history. And you're like, well, you didn't care. And, oh, you know. I, know. I was hugging okay, Mickey Mouse at Disneyland. But now yeah. that I'm. And do you know what the crazy thing is as well? I think when I got with Lawrence, I had so many. I had about eight guys constantly. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> asking me if I was still with him. Mm. For about, I would say, a good five months after, and I've had one recently, about two months ago. Men so that's a year in, and they're still checking to see if I'm single, single or not. Men are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. That's why it's called a manual. It's very true. Right, should we go on the next one? Haunting. 
In fact, if an... Oh, I don't know what in fact means. This, this, whoever copy edited this is really bad. If an ex tried to sneakily get back into your life by watching an Instagram or Snapchat story, it's called haunting. It's like if they're spying on you, but it's not quite subtle enough for you to be un unaware of it. I have had that done a lot. Yeah. I have still Some people... people... you thought they were dead and they weren't dead. Yeah. But you hoped that maybe they were. And then they were like... That's the weird. It's like, but it's just like a reminder that they're still alive. You but know, isn't it weird? Well, that's nice. But like, I always find that they like the posts that they shouldn't like. Like, if it's a picture of me and Lawrence, or if I'm out, like I don't know. Just instead of sort of but like. Do you think there's some people that just like everything? everything. Yeah. It's <gasps> like the people that. It's like Black Mirror. Or the people that. Somebody told me the other night that people still poke on Facebook. I didn't even know that was still a thing. I didn't know that was still a thing. Someone said someone, this guy poked me on Facebook. I was like, wait a minute, were you on Facebook? He was sat next to you and he physically poked <laughs> you. I was like, that's not a thing. People don't do that, do they? I didn't know that was still a thing. They like your post, I put a cray face, cray emoji. <laughs> oh, after five strong months, my mum died of cancer. Quite faint. Like, no well wishes. It's just like, I don't care enough about your pain Yeah. to say something. You're just because big. if you say something, you're going to get all the other comments that people make. I know, the notifications are insane. So I don't your mum, but these notifications were a bitch. I've got stuff to do, <laughs> so I'm just going to... You are so caring, Philip. Cry face, cry face, mitch, 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 mitch. <laughs> and that's me, Joe. Mm -hmm. So what's the next Okay, so thing? the next one is benching. Benching. Before you have the talk with your new partner about whether you ha are in an exclusive relationship, you are at the risk of being benched. Like the sports term where players are left on the bench as reserves, you may find yourself being someone's backup option as they continue to look around. They may come back to you if nobody better comes along, but that doesn't give one high hopes for the relationship. I have had that done as well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I Hashtag me too. I've had that ridiculously done. I remember this one guy that I was dating, well, not even dating, I never even got to meet him. We were talking for so long. We were on the phone till 3 a.m., like, so many nights in a row. Oh, you probably talked to me about him. Yes, yes. One of the many. And... <coughs> Sorry. And I was on the phone to him so much. Like, we were on the phone laughing and, like, so many, so many times <clears throat> he would ghost, mm. right? And then he'd come back and... What, what was the last one? Zombieing. Zombieing. But then... He would be like, oh, well, let's see how it goes. I know. If it doesn't work out, I'll let you know. It's like, ugh. It's like when you go for a job interview and they phone you and say, you were this close. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me I'm second best. Exactly. I mean, it's quite nice that I nearly got it. But I'd rather just get it. It's I just... just... Ugh. People are raised by wolves. <laughs> it is quite um next right which is what i say <laughs> so the next one is catch and release this technique is favored by people who love the thrill of the chase have you right. been chased philip 
Out of bars. <laughs> I mean, I'm I don't usually the chaser. I don't think I've had this. I don't think I've had this. What is it? They'll put all their effort into flirtatious texts and trying to date you until they catch you. When they finally agree to the date, they immediately lose interest and seek out their next target. Oh, I've definitely had people that have have, like, message relentlessly and then when you say, hey, because like it's this social media app thing where it's very easy to chat. It's gratification. Online. Mm. But when you just say, this is ridiculous, let's just meet for a drink. Mm-hmm. And then, bye. It's like, oh, can we not meet for a drink and have an actual conversation? Oh, no. 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 It's it doesn't just, happen. Oh, it's just, what? what is the point <clears throat> of your life? Yeah, no, I've, um, I don't think I have that in my many, many dates. Next. Breadcrumbing. We all know this one, don't we? Oh, this is, uh, yeah. So this is when somebody seems to be pursuing you, but really they have no intention of being, uh, in meeting you or being tied down to you. It, well, that could be in misinterpreted. <laughs> Uh, or it might very be very promising. <laughs> Depends what mood you're in. It might be difficult to tell in the early stages, especially if you met online, because you'll receive a series of texts that suggest they are super interested. However, it soon becomes clear that this person has no intention of meeting up with you or say anything that they've really said to you. <laughs> yeah. I have had that a hundred times and I have done it a hundred times. Yeah. I'm going to hold my hand up and note and say, I have done that. But did we say something about Hansel and Gretel with that thing? Yeah, totes. It was, um, where is it? This person has noticed that they just leave you, leave, they just like leaving you breadcrumbs like a trail in Hansel and Gretel to string you along. <laughs> you see, but I said before we did this, so I was like, oh, well, I will just follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Eat the hounds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I forgot this. Leave the guy homeless. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I will eat every sweet... And you don't even know how well I'd eat your house. I will eat you. would you. eat that house I would so eat... well. I would say I was going to eat you out. And you would be <laughs> thinking that was a good thing. But no, I was eat you out of house and home. <laughs> eat you out of house and home. <laughs> Not even the cheese slices are safe for me. Just like, ugh. <laughs> just time wasters. Mm. It's just, you know. You must Some have done that, though. on... You must have done that because I've done it. Not that I'm saying that if I've done it, you've done it. Of course I've done it. But I don't like to... I'm completely self-obsessed and a total hypocrite (laughs) and I don't like to see myself in a bad light so I will reflect it back on the people that have done it to me. to you, yeah. No, I have have had that done. Good luck anyone that's listening who wants to date me. I'm horrific. (laughs) And he's single. Very, very single. Swipe left. (laughs) But Save no, yourselves. Oh, the amount of times that I've had that when I've talked to someone, it just hasn't gone anywhere. But also, I feel awful because I had done it to people as well. Like, there's some people just are just really entertaining. Into a conversation. You have a great time. They're probably going to be an amazing friend, but you don't want to fuck them. No, and you don't really. You, I've got enough friends. I really I've do. I've got so many people to talk to. I really don't need any. So many yeah. people to talk to. So. Right, next one. Sidebarring. Sidebarring is something most of us will be guilty of. It refers to when we are with our partner or on a date and we keep looking at our phone. According to Facebook, about 70% of us sidebar some people sometimes. 
However, we're not that good at it because studies have shown that it's nearly impossible to focus on your phone and be aware of everything else that's going on around you. Now, I disagree with that completely because last Saturday I had an amazing day with my friend Asal. The loveliest Asal. The loveliest Asal. And we had an amazing day. We drank all day. Mm. And we went back to hers and we drank some more. Mm. And I was able to hold a conversation with her whilst being on Grinder, And then I went and had some Grinder fun. So the world... And she fully supported so me. So you are an evolved species. I could, I, I could say to her, girl, this is the next Janet Jackson song we're going to be dancing on your kitchen chairs to. And also... To the other guy, where do you live? Impressive. At the same time. Yeah, this is how it goes. So, yeah. So, so that is possible. Multitasking. Yeah. Just I'm impressed with that. Well, but don't be ignorant. Equal yeah. attention. I must admit, I don't think I ever, like, when I was on a date with someone, I never had my phone out. No, I mean, that is, okay, so different. That's, if you're on a date, that's extremely rude. Yep. Um, your phone should be... In your pocket, in your bag. Yes. When they go to the toilet. Totes. Well, that's when I messaged you, wouldn't I? Check your motherfucking phone. Message people. Let them know that you're safe. Yeah, I would always message you when I... Yeah. It was you and Andrew. The other guy would do exactly the same thing. He's probably on the loo. Hold on. Male, female question. When you're on the loo, do men um, check their phone? Like, if you're going... It's a bit tricky if you're a man because phones aren't very easy in terms of pockets whereas women take their bag to the toilet yeah because i'm just thinking like if you're peeing in a and urinal also, if you put your phone in your back pocket and you might need to sit down it's gonna yeah. fall out of your pocket and it's awful but then I if you're always, in a re- urinal i'd always wear a jacket to a date and the, the phone would be in the inside pocket of the jacket yeah which means i would not take it to the toilet so uh... i would have to wait to him go to the toilet and then and I would you check to check. So you wouldn't check it like while you're weighing at a urinal? No. Does anybody do that? Yeah. Is that great? It takes on my focus to wee at a urinal. Whereas Are some, you pee shy? Some straight guys can pee, check the phone, fart, not wash their hands and go, <laughs> back, go back to their girlfriend or date and pretend like nothing's happened. Uh, I uh, want to walk up to the girlfriend and go, he did not wash his hands. <laughs> disgusting. I just want. I think it's a. It's like a uh, public service announcement. Yes, I, I totally agree with gay that. Gay men should go up to straight women and say, "He just spat in the urinal, pissed in the urinal, didn't wash his hands." Uh, I think you should leave now. Because you could get something from his fingers. That's disgusting. The people are actually out there that do that. Most straight men do not wash their hands. Let's move on before I bring up this not entirely satisfactory Prosecco. Um, Cushioning. If you are cushioning someone, it means you are dating them, but you don't think it's going to end well. Instead of cutting loose, you prepare for the breakup by chatting and flirting with several other people... To cushion the blow when it happens. Why don't they just bite the bullet and in- initiate the breakup themselves is a mystery. You see, I don't get that. I don't Because if I'd that's... found someone, I mean, that's a miracle in itself. <laughs> so then to find, like, what does it say? Two or three other people? 
Yeah, like no, they're chatting I to can't other people. Do that. But like it's I don't think it's a fishnet one. That's the thing, like if you're dating someone but you don't think it's gonna end well, like surely you just ghost them <laughs> or break not breadcrumb them, that's the other one. Breadcrumb them. <laughs> but do you know, know what I mean? Like you do something else. You don't I wouldn't cushion them. I wouldn't do that. I don't know. No, it's hard enough to find one, let alone find another three to... No, that's silly. Yeah, see, I would totally I think that's for younger people. Oh, do you know what? The world of young people is so baffling. And, you know, at 37 years of age, I didn't think I'd say that, but it's so true. They are a baffling set, like, group of people. And stupid. And stupid. <laughs> Going on, stupid... Catfishing. So obviously we all know about the MTV Catfish show. Did you see the original film? The original documentary yeah. that he did? Yeah. That was amazing. It's very scary. Yeah, really freaky. I don't like it. But then there's like... A lot of guys that I follow on Instagram. Yeah. Because they're fit. Yeah. Suffer with this a lot. Because they're so fit. Yeah. They will be... They will put on Instagram... Oh, apparently I'm in Berlin this week. Ah, because people have used their Insta yeah. pictures. And also, friends of ours, mutual friends of ours, yeah. have that as well. <gasps> I won't mention their names. But you need to tell me afterwards, oh my yeah, God. but they, people just pretend that they're that person. It's very bizarre, because what happens when you rock up? I can't believe I know someone that's, that's happened to. You know... Two people at least. I do? Mm. In fact, I think I know one of those two people. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, we'll have that conversation. really okay. weird, but also like the Instagram people that I follow that are obviously very fit. Yeah. Also really nice guys by what they post. Like they're genuine lovely, but yeah. they're also they're Just like models. Melting but they the are like, this is awful. Like that person could be saying that I am... This and doing that, and, yeah, uh, uh, like fishing people into meeting them, and it's not them, yeah, geez. And then some random goes to some guy's flat, and it's not it's some old geezer or whatever, it's horrible, it is very scary. I don't think I've ever been catfished, I think I'm very lucky. I don't think I have, obviously, I'll, I never fully know. You never fully know because social media is just a yeah you can be whoever you want to be but i don't think i am but i'm obsessed with that show yeah i love catfish but i also hate confrontation so it's a double-edged sword i think that's quite interesting is the way they go about it is quite aggressive on the show and i think there's sort of part of me thinking well actually why don't you have some sort of counsellor on to talk to this person? Because they've obviously I'm sure got they massive do, because self-esteem it's issues. Really damaging for a lot yeah. of people. And also, why, as the catfish, when, like, would the you agree to meet? To be a dude and... Yeah, but why would you agree to meet if you know that you're not the person you want that you are? Maybe you know? that's your cry for help. <gasps> Maybe. That Maybe that's need. your breakthrough. It's like... Being on MTV. I've, I've Hit the done big time. this like so <laughs> many times. Mm. There was one woman. And I think in these days, like apps, I've definitely talked, uh, spoken to people who, on, who they say they are. And how do you know that? Because I don't. Because know I always I've... said, can you? Because their picture looks a bit ancient. Right. So and I you said, don't can think that's just like. Can you send me a picture? Yeah. That you took in the last week. And the picture is. Wow. Okay. 
that's where I am. Like, seriously. It's like, have I changed that much in 25 years? (laughs) You're like, you really have, girlfriend. So are you moving on to our next uh, phrase, which is called kitten fishing? (gasps) Which I got very assumptions about when you told me about this because I hate cats and I thought it was putting a kitten on the end of a hook (laughs) and just dipping it into a pool of piranhas. Apparently not. Apparently not. Kitten fishing is like a less severe form of catfishing. It refers to when you present yourself in an unrealistically positive way on your dating apps. For example, by only using photos which are years out of date or heavily edited, or lying about your age, job, height, or hobbies. <laughs> the lies are immediately obvious if you do meet up, so just don't do it. Yeah, I mean that. That is ridiculous when people do that. Across the board, yeah, I think there are so many people who do that. I, yeah, I've had it. What happens when you meet? But that's the thing. I don't get what they're going to achieve from it because don't get it. You're not going to be the same. So why would you do that? No, I mean I had a good date a while ago, Mm. and the guy turned up and went, "Oh my god, you look like your picture," Mm. like it was a surprise. So he was shocked. Yeah. So it's like it's the norm that you don't look like your picture. Well, you've just chosen the most amazing picture on the planet. Yeah. It just... So then I'm on stuff like Tinder and I'm amazed at some of the pictures that people choose. I'm like, that is how you're going to sell yourself to the world? Half of your face or close up of your chin? I'm like, what? It's... Oh, what's going on? I have I have some amazing... my Tinder profile is I don't think I've seen all it. my favourite kind of all the things that you would pick as your Facebook profile picture yeah that's basically and also how you pics do it. that kind of reflect who you are yeah. so there's a pic of me uh, at the Creek Comedy Club doing stand-up because I think that might be a conversation starter yeah 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 I like it but then there's pictures of me from a couple of years ago Admittedly, it's a couple of years ago. I don't think I've changed that much. Yep. But it's not 20 years ago, you know. I don't still have a size 28-inch waist. <laughs> and I just say, all I say on my Tinder profile is, right, if you swipe right, let's meet for a drink. I'm I, not... I don't think I've I seen your profile. I am not going to chat on mm. this. For the rest of my life. This no, is so stupid. That's where, like, I think the average... I don't know what you're like, but basically, when I was dating, you would chat on the app for maybe two, three days. Yeah. And then you'd swap to WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yes, absolutely. That is normal. Yeah, because that's what I used to do. And it because was... also, it, like, comes up on your phone, like, new message on Tinder, and you're like, oh, no, come on. Like... I mean, the amount of guys in my phone, this is true dating, the amount of guys in my phone whose last name is Tinder or Grinder is oh, unbelievable. If I could go through my phone and look at Bumble, Oh, seriously. And Tinder, I would defy any gay man. Plenty of fish, all that. In London. Yeah. Or all over the world. Oh, that's anyone who's been single. You would go to G in your phone and it would be <laughs> Rob Grinder, John Grinder, Tom yeah. Grinder, blah, 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 Grinder. I think that's 
that's the same though. I've got exactly the same. I've got like millions of bumbles and tinders and yeah. plenty of then fishes. Then a guy messaged me on Grindr the other night and said, um, he like worked out who I was. What? Yeah. How did he do that? Because of the stand-up comedy picture. <gasps> that's too creepy. And because of my age and this my first name was obviously on my profile. Mm. And he worked it out. And by two minutes into the conversation, he'd seen all my YouTube clips, knew exactly who I was. See, that's the kind of thing and when they do like, Facebook oh, stalk that's you. really weird. Yeah, when they do Facebook stalk like, you, that I'll tell on. you to do that. Don't yeah. you do that. That's the call is coming from inside the house. The more, yeah, it is, but at the same time, you blatantly did it, didn't you? I totally did that. The more information I got out of them when they said they, when they, where they worked, I totally got on LinkedIn and try and find them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a massive stalker. Okay. We're not painting ourselves in time. Good night. Here, what's the next category? Hey, girl, I'm fine. I got myself a boyfriend. You Are don't. We, it, <laughs> Is this the last category? No. Is there another page? Oh, okay. Well, what's the next one? So the next one is slow fade. The slow fade is a bit like ghosting without the full commitment. They're not particularly interested in taking things further, but instead of saying so, they gradually start to cut ties. First, they stop being as responsive to texts and calls, then they may cancel plans and be unwilling to arrange new ones. <laughs> Eventually, the communications between the two of you dwindles and nothing uh, into nothing without the decency of having a proper conversation. How mature. Well, that's the same as go. Is it ghosting like or is that ghosting is just kind of like they just don't. They just. Yeah, well, that's like slow ghost. I, I, yeah, that's I the thing. That's slow the fade same, is a bit yeah. like ghosting. It's basically like the. It's the... just like they die. They die. They're they gone. Died. Yeah, Andrew says that. Anybody who he doesn't want to be with anymore or that they've dumped him or treated him badly, he, they've died. They've died yeah. in his life. Yeah. Just die. And then these two I find interesting. So, mm-hmm. cuffing season. Oh, now, yes. Now, I completely agree with this. It's September. That means it's officially cuffing season. The period during the autumn and winter months where finding a boyfriend or girlfriend is suddenly a lot more appealing. Summer is over, so they have fun outdoors. And so are the fun activities outdoors. Vix is too drunk to read. Have you learned? Just learned to read. Sorry, just learned. I don't know what else. So a lot more dark evenings will be spent inside watching television. Mm. And that's a lot more fun to do when you have company. As a result, yes. people were more willing to couple up and make compromises about who they invite over as a desperate bid not to be lonely. Yes. Now, that's, this is what I want. So you, you are looking for someone to cough, to have for coughing season. Coughing season? Yeah, because you notice that like um, summer television is awful. Yeah. And now all of the good BBC dramas. Yeah, they started. do start in September, don't they? And I want someone to binge my minge. <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone to just snuggle up and binge my minge. Can you speak? No, you've gone. I just, I mean, there's a reason why they rhyme. Right. When, 
you ever, in the ten years I've known you, said that phrase? <laughs> well, it just came over with me. But, oh, just someone like, I mean, oh, so many good things, Josh, at the moment. And you just want someone to just snuggle up with and just be like, should we just not go out today? Because it's raining outside. Oh, oh I do oh, like we just that. lie yeah. down. We can watch crap films. Oh. Binge watch. Yeah. Crap. And just, oh. Yeah. That's where it's so And also, weird. it's that whole seasonal affective disorder where... Oh my God, I totally have that. You just get sad. Which yeah. I didn't get until about two years ago. And I really do have it now. I get so affected by it. I'm really struggling right. at the moment. You leave for work and it's dark and you get home and it's dark. Yep. It's just... And you don't see daylight. It's horrible. So, so do if you know you one of my things? at home who could binge on your minge. Oh, my God. So that's, that's, that's a phrase that I'm quite confident going to take. Uh, but they would... Uh, you'd have something to look forward to if there was a binge on the minge. But binging on TV... Uh, I'm not going to particularly binge on the minge... Hmm. Um, but one of the things that for SAD, which I have found has really helped me, is have you heard of Hooger? Do what, darling? <laughs> you want to go with me for binging on my minge, and you're hoogering. So Hooger and uh, is it like an alarm clock? I'm sure Frankie will tell sunrises. me if I've got this wrong. No, this is where you create Hooger is like a, a lifestyle. So it's basically. You surround yourself in really cosy, comfortable things. And I have found this helps so much. So Ooh. candles, really soft lighting, really nice smells, like um, really nice air freshener type smells, scented candles, and really nice, like soft rugs and cushions and like watching like really nice programs on TV. It's all this sort of like hygge movement thing. It's amazing. And it has helped me so much. This room is hoogered. Really? Yes. Candles, mantelpiece to candles on the floor, candles on the side, soft lighting in the lamps, soft cushions from the white company, love, nice little blankets behind you, soft furry from Zara, like. No, I just want binge minge with a D in my A. <laughs> and some spooning and... But then it, you can have the D and the A with the spooning, but in a nice hygge environment. I wouldn't care if it was in a skip. <laughs> right, so we've got to that stage, <laughs> have we? Okay. Just, so, if just, you work for a skip uh, removable agency, I just want to get home from work and for there to be a man there and for him to say, you know what I want to do? I want to watch. Five hours of real crime documentaries. Oh and my god! Like, what was that one you told okay. me about earlier? Nine 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 killer on the line. Nine 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 killer on the line. That sounds spectacular. It's I so, so want to watch that. It's so good. I can't wait to watch that. In fact, I may have to do one tonight. Did you say it was on? What did you say it was on? It's crime investigation. Crime channel? investigation. <sighs> so good. Yeah. So okay. Okay, where did we... We totally don't... Oh, we've got one left. One left. So, Marleying, just like Jacob Marley's ghost haunted Scrooge in A Christmas Carol, sometimes our exes can do the same over Christmas. When an ex starts zombieing when you come home from the holidays, it's known as Marleying. 
According to the dating website eHarmony, one in ten singles are contacted by their exes looking for a fling every Christmas. I don't have exes looking for a fling. But, but you because have... I go to a lesser populated gay area, uh-huh. my grinder goes. <laughs> oh, honey, <laughs> seriously. It's like I'm reversing a car. Amazing. Um, because you're just <laughs> a new face, and they're not like in London. It's always like twelve meters away. Yeah. It's like, oh, you live downstairs. Um. In in Sheffield, it's like oh, twelve miles away. Oh, you're only twelve miles away. Yeah, I can drive. Oh, it's that good. I know. I'm staying at my parents. Oh, just tell me going to the pub. <laughs> We can find a lay-by. Oh, my God. Oh, this is so romantic. Oh, it's oh so my classic. God. Oh, my God. This is a Christmas morning I was dreaming of. <laughs> so, yeah, I can relate to that. But it never amounts to nothing. Because I'm not going to go back to Sheffield on a regular basis. Well, the thing is, is well, I don't think I've... Like, one of my exes that ever really kind of crept up. But I'm sure that I have. I know a lot of people that has happened to. Like, but I think my exes are exes for a reason. And I don't really want to talk to them. So I kind of... They're all exes for a reason. Yeah. You'd never go back. No. We have fights about that. Oh, yeah, girl. Yes. Yeah. But they've all taught us something. Yes, they definitely have. You know. I won't do that again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, how are we doing time-wise? I'm aware oh. of the time. I don't know. Let me have no, a look. Yeah. Oh, have you? Oh, 57 minutes. 57 minutes. Right. Okay. So, we need to, we need to make this an hour. So, I think... Yeah. So, can we just talk a little bit about RuPaul? I just want to touch on this. Just a little bit. Can I explain? Sure. Okay, so we obviously, regular listeners... Oh, welcome to my world. Regular listeners to the podcast will know that we are obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race. We love RuPaul. I've loved RuPaul since 1992. Yeah. When Supermodel of the World came out. But lately, I've had a little bit of an issue. And we've kind of been avoiding the issue, haven't we? Because we've kind of been in denial. Do you feel? Because you don't want someone to be... No. Shit. And shady. And shady. But there have been quite a few stories and quite a few things recently where RuPaul has not painted himself in the best light. Yeah. There have been certain moments... I listen to What's the Tea, which is RuPaul and Michelle Visage's podcast every Wednesday. And I think he's getting too big for his boots. I And also, there was that pearl (gasps) accusation. Yeah, now, why don't you explain, just in case people didn't know what that was. So, Pearl was a drag queen in season something. (laughs) Oh, Kennedy Davenport season, whatever that was. Seven. I was going to go with eight. Eight. Uh, anyway, carry on. doesn't matter. We're both probably wrong. Carry on. Anyway. Pearl went on to a chat show called Hey Queen and... Which, like, I'm, re- I'm Which is a like very it. supportive... Yeah. They're of, very... They live for RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, they love it. And and they're so lovely, Pearl aren't they? Pearl went on and she said that... 
She was overwhelmed by the whole RuPaul's Drag Race experience, but she did tell this one story that one day in the workroom, whilst they were filming RuPaul's Drag Race... Well, it was at the beginning, wasn't it? It was early on. It was quite early on, and Pearl had said to RuPaul, oh my god, this is a dream come true. You're my icon. You're, like, you're my legend. I can't believe I'm here. Mm. And allegedly, RuPaul said to Pearl... Nothing that you say matters unless that camera is turned on. Yeah, didn't he say, say something like, save it for the cameras or something? Save it for the camera. Um, it's one of those things where you don't know what to believe. Yeah. Because a lot of the drag race queens have leapt to RuPaul's defence. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, a lot... Recently, a lot of the things that RuPaul has said on his podcast have been not fitting in the message that RuPaul puts out there. Mm -hmm. Which is like, everybody say love. Everybody say love. And then occasionally he'll be like, I'm the biggest motherfucking drag queen in the world. Who the fuck do you think you're talking to, bitch? And all this kind of stuff. I'm like... That's a bit contradictory to the whole... Yeah. Everybody say Well, that love. was like the reunion, wasn't it? It was like the reunion he and did. And the reunion, he had to go at um, uh, the uh, Vixen. Yeah. And Asia O'Hara. And I don't know. There were certain times when you see a different side to RuPaul. So, let's break it down. Let's break it down. For break it down. So, there's two things I think are going on here. One, he feels under threat because there are so many big drag queens now out there who are potentially, like, like possibly to become bigger than he is. Well, I, well I don't believe that. But I think there's like... He, they... I mean, he is right. He is the most successful drag no, he's queen the, in the world. No, he's the icon. But that doesn't necessarily mean that right now... It's like Madonna. Madonna's the icon, but it but doesn't you don't necessarily... But you don't get her saying... No, no, I agree with that. Bitch. No, I agree with that. Everyone go and fuck yourself. But he's the icon, and he might be feeling under threat that these newbies are coming in and taking his space, that but he's he always... He gets money from every single one but of those he's bitches. he's owned this space, this, like... this. He's owned drag for so many years, and now it's becoming saturated... The Ooh. other thing is, is is he feeling under threat because people are not respecting him and he's letting it get to him because he's human? Maybe. I mean, you don't know. I mean... Because if you look at season 10, how much they talk back to him compared to what they did in the first season. Yeah. But also, he's... I think the difference between him and Michelle Visage is that once they leave the show... Yeah. He has nothing to do with them. Michelle Visage is going on tour with them. She's yes. doing all the work, the world tour and the drag cons and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. She's very much living their life. She knows. That's how I can't believe they do that weekly podcast together. Who's like not paying their taxes, who's drinking yeah. too much, who's on G, who's doing this. And she will feed back to him and he will be so clueless because he's like. Well, I'm done with that season. I don't even know which season these bitches were on. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. It's It doesn't sit well 
and Pete, who is our guest on the Madonna podcast, we've had so many conversations about this, just going, it just doesn't, it doesn't sit well. Do you think he's just going through the something? message that he puts out there. Is he just going through something? Maybe he's going through something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we love you. Though. We do. But we'll have to... We'll see what happens. Cross fingers. It's just a phase. We'll see what happens. There is going to be a new series of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 4 starting soon. And then I think before or after that, there will be the 12th, 11th, 11th. season. 11th. Yeah. Oh no, God. it's normally All There's Stars so then many. a season, isn't it? Because we've just had season 10. We'll yeah. just have an All we'll have an All I mean, Stars season. We know four, that they recorded have... two seasons together because they let it slip on yeah. the podcast. But yeah. they've literally been in the same studio for like seven months. So we're going to have... But it won't be till next year. So that's going to happen. It's about March normally, isn't it? February, March, they tend to... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then it goes it? into like summer and then yeah. they have the break. So there's two things we need to end this podcast with before yeah. I do our final Very call. important. because First of all, we are recording this on the 31st. Of September. So for the last month. September. August. Babes. Babes. I'm getting ahead of myself. Ah. 31st of August for the last month it has been the Edinburgh Fringe, um, the hugest cultural festival in Europe. Which you have performed at, Philip. Which I have performed at twice. Clang. Shall we just, shall we just. Shall we just clang. Clang. Um, and lots of my dear stand-up comedy friends were performing at that festival. And uh, someone that we've mentioned before on this podcast <laughs> did her show at the festival times. and got five-star reviews across the board. Louisa Omelan did her show Politics for Bitches. Which we saw the working in progress of at the Soho Theatre. We saw the work in progress. It was insanely good. It was so good. She had so many celebrities come to see her Edinburgh show. Selene Henry, Ruby Wax, Richard Curtis, Emma Freud, Sally Phillips, those fabulous people. I'd um, love to see it though, to see how different it is to the show we saw. Because I mean, I the show we saw is very night. informal. I think it will be different every night. Yeah. And she's recording that show as well. Did you see she's her doing recording, um... She's doing a show for BBC yeah. iPlayer. I don't think it's going to be. Oh, mainstream. is it? Because she was doing those voiceovers. But she will be on iPlayer. Anyway, she's doing it all around the country. Go to iloveluisa.com. I remembered that website address. I'm very impressed because... I love Louisa.com. She's doing a tour towards the end of this year. Go and see her. It is um, for anyone that... It's called Politics with Bitches. It's for anyone that doesn't get politics and thinks they're stupid. Oh, it completely reawakened me. rejected by politics, but also gets exactly what politics is all about. It's not traditional stand-up comedy. It is better than that. Yeah, I um, agree. And the other thing also is you, um, I am a big lover of a amazing stand-up comedian, poet, actress, writer, director, producer called Michaela Cole. She is sensational. She wrote the sitcom Chewing Gum, which was on Channel 4 for two series two years ago. She won the BAFTA and then she won another BAFTA. And recently... She did a lecture at the Edinburgh TV Festival, which followed the Fringe um, mm. and 
you can watch it on YouTube. She does a 50 minute lecture about how she became to be so creative and genius and wonderful being a black girl from Tower Hamlets. And she also talks about being assaulted and about the role of women in television and how hard it is and how she's overcome that and being an amazing individual and wonderful woman. It's a lecture you have to see. If you have 50 minutes spare, uh, go on YouTube and search for Michaela Cole McTaggart Lecture. It's insanely good. It's insanely good. Yeah, she is ferocious and powerful and a force to be reckoned with in television. And her new drama series starts on the BBC on the 10th of September. And Ooh. it's called Black Earth Rising. And it looks amazing. So that's all I have to say about my bitches. <laughs> I care more about women than I do about men. I know, this is becoming very obvious. Maybe this is why you're single. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. And or as always, you can follow us on our array of social media. Yes. And it's two bottles in underscore UK. And we've got our website, which we've kind of been adding to lately. Yes, there's Did... an amazing article by Vix about her um, awakening from her troubles. Well, I think my break, yeah. It was basically... Troubles, yeah, awakening. So, well, so many people mm. were asking me what happened about my... You know, there were so many people asking about my breakdown and what happened and... You know, things like that. So I, I obviously finished my therapy and it was quite a big door to close. So I did an article because I felt kind of quite moved by it all, obviously, as you Empowered. Know, empowered. But yeah. also scared because it's a bit like taking the stabilizers off your bike. You want to yeah. do it and you desperately want to try or it by yourself. Or ripping the band-aid off. Or ripping the band-aid off, yeah. No. But you're never quite sure if it's going to work, so... I did that article, but then lots of people like, you know, they, they kind of asked in the politest of ways, um, you know, what actually did happen with your breakdown? What did it feel like? What was going on in your head? Where were you? So it took me a long time to decide whether I wanted to share that with everybody. Yeah. And, you know, because people have been asking me for a while. Obviously, it happened over a year ago now because I worked out that on Madonna night that we went out... That was a year since my breakdown. Wow. It was two weeks ago now. And, you know, obviously it's been a long time, but then such a short time. So it's been quite a roller coaster. And I was like, I was really kind of, do I want to share this? Do I not? Do I want to tell people? Do I want to give this information? Because this is quite intimate details about everything. And I thought, you know what? People who were going to go through this, because people are going to go through this. I'm not going to be the mm. last person who's going to have a breakdown. People don't talk about it. No. So I felt I was going to share my story. It's quite a big story. And, and uh, you know, there's a lot of emotions in there. I've had people <laughs> message me going, oh my yeah, God, you made me cry. But people, I decided to The do problem it. is that people don't talk about mental health. No. No, you're right. And, and they need to. Yeah. Desperately. Yeah. So that's why I decided to do it. And... The articles are on there. I, without sounding cocky, I would encourage you to read them because uh, if it's something you're going through or someone you know is going through, it might help you pick up the signs. It might help you see that there is life after, 
you know, the dark and that, uh, you know, it is possible to come through. But the most important thing is to realise that you don't do it by yourself and that you need your friends and your family and your support mm. network, whoever that is, whether it's the barmaid in your local pub or if it's your postman or the exactly. or your best friend or and whoever it is. And just check in. Yes, completely. Check in. You don't have to be a therapist. Just send a message. Mm. You've not heard from someone for a while. Hey, how are you? What's going on? Yeah. That's all you have to do. Just check in. Yeah. Make sure that person knows that you're there. Absolutely. And do you know what? That happened to me last week. One of my very lovely friends who doesn't live in this country, I just checked in with her and it was after something. We, we She messaged me on something. I can't remember what it was. And I just checked in and I just said, hey, how are you doing? And she told me she's really unhappy and she's on the brink of a breakdown. I didn't even know this. And she's one of, you know, she's such a lovely friend. She's one of my really good friends. And I was absolutely gutted to realise this. Exactly. But if you don't ask, you don't know. If you do, Exactly. If you don't ask, you don't, don't know. don't expect that because someone's happy all the time. Yeah. Or someone's a certain type of character. Yeah. That they're fine. Because yep. they're not. No. Because often the happiest, funniest, jokiest people feel like they have to be that way. Under pressure. Robin Williams, perfect example. Robin Williams. Or just that person that makes people laugh in the pub. Because they wear the mask Why and they wear it so well. Why would you be depressed? Yep. What have you got to be depressed about? That's, so that phrase there is one of the biggest things that I had a problem with. And I had such a guilt on me, which I had to deal with my psychologist. Yeah. What have you got to be stressed, depressed, anxious about? It's not a wine list. You don't pick it exactly. out. Exactly. You can't help what oh, you feel depressed about. this is for another podcast. We need to do this for another podcast. <laughs> we need to finish now. But we, I think we've just sorted our topic for the next podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, thank you for listening. Bravo. Well done for sticking with us. Yes. Episode 17 in the can. In the can. This will be uh, um, within the next month we will do episode 18. I know. Isn't that scary? And I already said that the next topic for episode 18 should be what would we tell our 18-year-old uh, Which I actually think is a really good idea. And I also think we should carry on the conversation that we just started. So we've yeah. ended on a cliffhanger. <gasps> What's going to happen next? Well, go read the articles. You might find out how I'm feeling. Okay. All right. Cheers, Pip. Cheers. Bye. Bye.